0: Hi, everybody. Welcome back to What's True for Everybody. This is experience number 51. It is hope number (laughs) 4A because when you're home all day, you have to find things to entertain yourself. And for some reason, I thought it was funny to have an experience number 51, a series number, hope number 4, and then like a sub (laughs) letter. Experience number 51, hope number 4A. You probably don't think that's funny, but I do. So we're going with it. And I don't anticipate to have a hope number four a one next time, but um, this is what we're going with. And this one is called "What the Hell Do I Do?" Here's why this is called that. There's a passage in Exodus chapter fourteen, and God's people, the Israelites, had been in Egypt. They'd been enslaved. They've been oppressed. They've been getting crushed by these Egyptians for roughly four hundred years crying out to God, save us, help us. We can't do this. God hears the cry. He saves his people. You have the Exodus. They are on their way out of Egypt. They get to the Red Sea. It's a bit tough to get all these people through a large sea. And so Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, his army is following the Israelites, and they're now stuck between the sea and Pharaoh's army. And they're like, we're going to die. This is it. Like, we left Egypt and now we're just going to die. And this happens. uh, Moses writes this in Exodus 14, starting in verse 10. As Pharaoh approached, the Israelites looked up, and there were the Egyptians marching after them. They were terrified and cried out to the Lord. By the way, I didn't plan on saying this, but does it ever feel like right now you're stuck between the Red Sea (laughs) and the Egyptian army? Like, you just don't know where to turn. Anything you do, it just seems like we're in trouble. I don't know what to do. Uh, They were terrified and cried out to the Lord. They said to Moses, was it because there were no graves in Egypt that you brought us out to the desert to die? What have you done to us by bringing us out of Egypt? Didn't we say to you in Egypt, leave us alone? Let us serve the Egyptians. It would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the desert. Moses answered the people, do not be afraid, stand firm, and you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring you today. The Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. So Moses tells the people, okay, you're in trouble, be still. God's going to take care of this. Just, just stand there. Don't do anything. The next verse, Then the Lord said to Moses, Why are you crying out to me? Tell the Israelites to move on. (laughs) Raise your staff and stretch out your hand over the sea to divide the water so that the Israelites can go through the sea on dry ground. I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians so that they will go in after them. And I will gain glory through Pharaoh and all his army, through his chariots and his horsemen. The Egyptians will know that I am the Lord when I gain glory through Pharaoh, his chariots and his horsemen. So the Israelites in trouble. They have nowhere to turn. Moses says, their leader, the, the one who's been appointed by God to, to speak for God. Okay, be still. Just stand there. You're good. God says, what are you doing? No, no, no. Move on. You got to go. Do something. And if you're Moses, you're like, what? What, what the hell do I do? I thought you told me that we should just stand here. Now you're telling me to move on. What do I do? And if you're God's people, uh, you are just told one thing. And then a second later, you're told another. Now, in this instance, when God tells you like something, you should, you should do it. That's always, always wide, always wise, excuse me. But like, there are these moments where what the hell do I do? And I'm, I use the word hell here, not to like be edgy, um, my kids, by the way, are in the next room watching their morning show and coloring. Grandma sent them some fantastic coloring supplies that showed up yesterday. And so uh, this is our spring breaking that is, is coloring this morning. And I, I use this word because parts of all this feel like a hell. That's what it feels like. There's there's for parts of this. There's no better way to describe it. Uh, there's people dying. Our loved ones are getting sick. Or they're quarantined and don't know yet if they're sick. Small local businesses are closing all over the place. Uh, for good reason. But a lot of those aren't going to be able to sustain all this. The, the feeling you get in your chest when you see the latest statistics or you hear the latest interviews. Or wherever it is that you hold your stress or your tension. Uh, it all see- A lot of this seems like an actual hell. Like It all seems like this isn't the way it's supposed to be. It all seems like this is a separation from God, uh, which I think is the ultimate definition of hell. Um, I would, side note, suggest that we can actually grow closer to God through all this. I don't think all this is a separation from God, but there's the questions of why would he allow this? This just feels like a hell. And if you're concerned about me saying hell with my kids in the next room, it's okay. We've watched the Sandlot and... (laughs) My son will sometimes randomly, like at dinner, say, What the hell's he doing? <laughs> Smalls, you go to third base. <laughs> <laughs> right, buddy? <laughs> anyway, um, have you had the thought during all this in the last week, two weeks, three weeks? What the hell do I do? Do I be still or do I move on? I don't know what to do. That's a metaphor, by the way. I'm not suggesting we question whether we like stay in our homes as much as we can or we go out in public. This is just a metaphor. Stay in as much as possible. But sometimes this question, what do I do? There's two options. There's, there's this or this. There's that. And I don't know which one to choose. Do I be still or do I move on? But then sometimes there's like zero options that we know of. I have no clue what to do. Have you experienced any of these things in the last several days? Um, I, ca- I can't work from home. Like my job won't me- allow me to do that, but, but I'm paid hourly and I have the option to, to go in as much as I want or to stay home as much as I want. I don't want to go out more than I have to, uh, cause I know that's not smart, but I also need money. What the hell do I do? My kid feels warm again. <laughs> do I take their temperature for the 1000th time in the last 14 days? And risk, like, them getting more nervous about what's going on. What the hell do I do? One of my kids the other day asked us when they woke up, do I have the coronavirus? And they were, like, serious. That's a sad, sad thing to have to hear your kid or anyone ask. Um, Or this one, like, we've we've both lost our jobs already because the government rightly shut them down. Um, And who's, look, who's hiring right now? What... What the hell do it? I'm like stuck between the Red Sea and Pharaoh's army, and I don't know what to do. Uh, I'm worried about insurance coverage. I don't, I don't, and I, but I can't afford actual good coverage. What, what the hell do I do? My eye doctor closed, and they closed to all appointments that aren't emergencies. Um, but I had my appointment scheduled for next week because I actually need contacts. What the hell? This actually happened to me. And on the grand scheme of things, this isn't a huge deal. But there's still like all of this is getting disrupted. What the hell do I do? Um, by the way, the whole job thing, my my wife's job, this is her last day at work because the government shot, shut down uh, what she's doing, which it should have. And that's good. But there's still the now what? Uh, this is a high stress and my loved one tends to take out their stress on me what the hell do I do my gym closed and that was where I, I got relief that's where I de-stressed that's where like I could clear my head what the hell do I do my loved one is sick and I can't like go over to their house to spend time with them or to have human contact like I don't know how to help them right now what's the what the hell do I do uh I want to stay informed of the latest statistics and what's going on, but I've learned about myself if I read about COVID-19 stories or statistics after a certain time in the evening, then I can't sleep because I'm just thinking about it. What the hell do I do? Uh, Or this one, I don't know common core math, and my kids know more about it than I do, and I'm supposed to be teaching them this right now. (laughs) What the hell do I do? Uh, I haven't seen live sports on TV in over a week. What the hell do I do? It's Friday. It's actually. I'm just thinking about this. It's Friday right now, and it would be the first. It would be the second day of the March Madness tournament. Thursday and Friday, the first week, are, are like the most exciting days to watch. Uh, my family actually needs toilet paper or eggs or paper towels, and we can't find any. What the What the hell do we do? Uh, I I. I need a few things from the grocery store right now, but is it enough to warrant a a quote-unquote necessary trip? Do I go or do I wait? Do I I be still or do I move? What the hell do I do? Uh, I'm an employer and I have employees and I don't know if I should stay open so I still have a business and so my employees can actually make a living because this is how they do that. Or if I should close to make sure that my employees, my customers are as safe, delivery people, whatever, are as safe as possible. What the hell do I do my kids have at least four more weeks off of school which affects everything from their learning to to our family being able to work because now we need to be home with them uh, to them interacting with with friends and, and classmates and peers what the hell do we do about that we don't know where the, this will all be tomorrow When we wake up we we, we don't totally know what to expect And that can bring fear. What the hell do we do? I wake up and within seconds, I'm worried about how I or we will get through this emotionally, financially, whatever it is, uh, relationally. And I know stress isn't healthy for me. I don't quite know right now how to decrease that. What the hell do I do? Uh, I go to a grief support group, an addiction recovery group. Something I've been going to for years that's helpful for me to stay on the right track. And these things are now getting canceled. What the hell do I do? All of these questions. All of these situations. There's a lot of... We we seem stuck right now between the Red Sea and Pharaoh's army. Or we just don't know what in the world to do. And sometimes... um, it can actually cheapen the experience that we're all in if if we try to sit here right now and fix it or to give answers for it. Uh, and I say that partly because I don't know the answers, <laughs> but partly because sometimes it's enough to just acknowledge that this is where we are. That this is, this is the space we find ourselves in and it feels like a hell on a lot of levels. Um, and sometimes it's enough just to acknowledge that I'm not the only one thinking these things. You're not the only one thinking these things. We're not the only one thinking, feeling, experiencing these things. We are, we actually are in this together, even though we're not physically together. And so the next time, what I want to do, I think the next ex- experience is just talk about one thing we, we definitely don't do in the midst of all of this. I don't want to give answers right now on, on how to fix all this because I can't. And that can somehow cheapen all that I've just said. Uh but I do want to read this. I read this this morning, and I want to read, share this. This is Psalm 71, verse 14. David, speaking uh, to God, says this. As for me, I will always have hope. I will praise you more and more. Uh, sometimes that's just good to hear or to read or to, to or to acknowledge, experience. As for me, I will always have hope. I will praise you more and more and more. Always, by the way, includes anything that's going on. Any sorts of hells it feels like we're going through. This isn't the way it's supposed to be. Our feelings about that are are right, but this is where we are right now. And it feels like a hell because in some ways it is. It is. This isn't the way it's supposed to be. This isn't the way that life was created to be at the beginning. And sometimes the only way out of hell is to go through it. And that's what's happening right now. And I believe that that God is is with me here right now. I believe God is with you here right now. I believe God is with us here right now. Hope for me. Hope for you. Hope for us. Blessings to you. I hope you have a joy-filled day and that you find hope and peace and love and know that we're with you and we know you're with us. Talk to you soon.